Yo, it's your host Ken with two ends, man. Welcome to another episode of Blacks. Yes, Blacks podcast dedicated to empowering, motivating, uplifting, and educating the Black Nation, man. If you're new here, you already know what to do. Oh, psych, you don't. Well, let me inform you. <laughs> Obviously, leave a rating, leave a review. And follow the kids. Subscribe. You dig what I'm saying, man? Help be a part of the fam. Be a part of the Blacks family. And to my Blacks OGs, man. Y'all, man, y'all, y'all. I ain't even got to talk to y'all, man. But listen, 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 listen. I, I slapped on a new outro. The, the the music that I play as um as the episode is coming to an end. I know y'all heard it. How you feel about it? I personally, I like it. I think it's dope. Somebody else told me. I had two other people tell me that it was dope. So, I'm going to stick with it. You dig what I'm saying? I think it's a lot better than the last one. And that's not to say that the last one wasn't good. I just think this one is better. You know, it has a more ending tonality to it. You know what I mean? But uh, other than that, man, you see the title, man. Adults date. Children play house. What do you think this conversation is going to be about? Got my friend Marion. We go crazy, man. Great discussion. Another long one, but chop it up however you need to chop it up, man. There's some great gems in here. Some great gems. Hour here, hour there. 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 30, 30, 30, 30, 20, 20. However you want to do it, just consume it, baby. That's it. Let's jump straight into this content. I love you. Cheers, good, my black kings, my black queens, and my people of the kingdom. What's new, what's goody, what's popping? Today, we have another, yet another very special guest on here today. I have my good friend, Mari the Machine. What, what it do, Mari? What's, what's, what's goody, man? What's, on, what's going on? I'm weak. You didn't even give me no loop. Okay, cool. It's all good. It's still my own sound effect. It's all good. I got you. <laughs> 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 I'm good. <laughs> but nah, Mari, what's up? What's how you feeling? I'm good. We're twinning right now, cabin. We with we this cabernet. We got like, the cabernet on deck, man. If you're not in, if you not, if you not into the wine scene. And you are over the age. See, I'm a little bit advanced. But if you over the age of oh 25, if you over the age of 25 <laughs> and you not on the wine scene, something wrong. I'm just, hey, I'm just, just saying. saying. Just saying. Let's call it like it is. Just, call just it saying. If you over 20, see, I'm 22 and I already put down the hard liquor. I'm done. I'm a wine man now. I just showed her my little, sm- I ain't, I'm not crazy with it. I got five bottles. You know what I'm saying? Got my five bottles, and that's it. I'm, I plan on getting some more though, but five bottles, and that's it. <clears throat> but uh, anyway, I know y'all see the title: Adults Date, Children Play House. But before we get into that discussion, Mari, just tell the people a little bit about yourself, because obviously you're new to the show and they don't know you. So, who is Mari? Mari 
I don't even know who she is, dog. I'm dead. I'm still trying to figure out what's going on. I don't know. Every day I learn something new. So, I guess I could say I'm 30. I guess I could say I'm single. And she look 18. I have a lot of trauma and all that good stuff. <laughs> so, just go ahead and put the trauma card out there. <laughs> yeah, you gotta just go ahead and just talk your shit before everybody Facts, facts. Authenticity. We love you. There it is. There it is right there. That's, so, that's the basis. That's it right there. That's the base. But y'all, look, she says she's 30. I promise you, if you could see her right now, she looks like 23 at the most. And that, I like, I'm not gassing. Like, I'm being completely honest. She'll tell you when she first told me her age. I was like, no, you're lying. She found the secret fountain of youth. She found it. No nigga. That's a secret. No nigga. That's a secret. You heard it. You are ladies. No if you in a relationship, get out of it. And you'll look better. Okay, I'm good. Some people are If you say so. But anyway, like I said, y'all see the title, Adults Date, Children Play House. Now, before we get really, really deep into that, let's go back, 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 back. I don't know what I'm singing, but we going back, 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 back in time. Imagine you, you, you as a kid, right? So when we're kids, everybody plays house. Everybody. You just find, if you're a guy, if you were a little boy, you found your some female or a girl classmate and y'all played house. Like, hey, you want to play house? Okay, you be the mommy. I'll be the daddy. Then you have like a little teddy bear or something. This is, these are our children, you know? And what that kind of, you know, you just basically kind of copy what you see at home or for the more traumatic individuals, you copy with you're lacking at home and um you you really just it teaches you well one like role role playing is just good for children's development just in general but um you 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 learn roles so to speak as far as what a dad does and and then what a mom does and then you start to explore relationships and there's a certain kind there's a certain innocence to it but there's also a darker side to this right yeah and i think that darker side is playing house as a child doesn't really teach you proper dating techniques for when you're an adult and one of the one of those like elements of the darker side of playing house as a child is that possessiveness so Martin, my question for you is: When you're in a relationship, first of all, let's get, let's get some context. Have you ever in, been in a relationship where you felt like you were being possessed, like you were you weren't their girlfriend or their fiance or whatever? You just felt like you were a possession, like you were their item. Yeah, definitely felt like a trophy at some point in time. Yeah, yeah, I 
you know, because people kind of like you, not just for the reasons that people are supposed to like you, like, for the good deeds that you do, your kindness, or like, you know, maybe that little thing that you do with your nose sometimes, mm-hmm. or, you know, just something romantic. People normally, in my experience, love you because you dress well, because you're beautiful, because some kind of outward thing that they can kind of call on to... I guess brag about their friends or like to their family. You maybe have money, maybe you have a good job or something. Like people kind of find like little things they can say outwardly that they like about you. So yeah, I could, I would definitely say that a person just felt like, oh yeah, I just yeah, that's my girl, and you know, look like man, look how she looks, or you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's that's just yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay, that's a thing, yeah. And so, what my take on it is is. That possession is, is, like I said, like the darker side of playing house is because it, it just teaches you, like once you get to like middle school and high school and you start really quote unquote, quote unquote dating, you become very emotionally invested in this one singular individual because you think you know what you want when in actuality you don't Mm -hmm. excuse me and that creates and then that possessiveness is is it resurfaces and it resurfaces in the manner of okay this is my person you're not allowed to talk to these people you're not allowed to talk to those people you're not allowed to engage with this person or that person now what i want you to speak on is how exactly is that detrimental to a successful relationship that how is being possessive over somebody detrimental to a successful relationship because you stifle somebody from being who they truly are you suppressing who they really want to show you that they are if that makes sense mm-hmm. like i might want to show you something else that you haven't seen about me but because maybe i'm worried about you know how you're going to react you know because sometimes i feel like possessive people they have a, a way of showing you that uh and sometimes in mean ways that they don't want you to do something like you know what i'm saying they can't even be abusive if we, if we really get down to it, like, so you might even be embarrassed in a way or not feel comfortable with your partner because they kind of maybe talk to, maybe talk down to you mm-hmm. or, or do something in front of you to embarrass you in front of other people and not make you feel comfortable with being your full self. So yeah, you can suppress a person and, um, and it can lash out emotionally. They're holding all their emotions inside, you know? Mm-hmm. And so like with, <sighs> just, just with that, I think, that a lot of it comes from the the monogamous culture right in my see i i think that people don't properly date because of the idea of monogamy and i dating is in my opinion this is just my personal opinion dating isn't and should well dating isn't and should not be monogamous when you are actually when you are actually dating in the full sense of the word, you should be engaging and interacting with multiple people. Now, that doesn't mean you got to go on a grand scale and be talking to like 20 different people. No. I mean, like if you want to, cool. To me, that's just stressful. That's too much to manage. <clears throat> but it's nothing cool with talking to like 
three different people at the same time. There's nothing well, wrong with talking to like three to four people at the same time. You see what I'm saying? I feel like most people don't think that. They don't, most like people, I said. because they, they go off the strength of like, because you're just talking to them, it's exactly. just like a given that, okay, you're only talking to me. It's and that's, like it's, a, it's like it's like a pro, like we're already programmed to kind of be thinking along mm-hmm. that line. Like how you were saying, playing house from the mommy and daddy thing. Exactly. It's just out the gate, like, you can't, bro, you can't even tell a girl. You can't, can, if you were talking to like five girls right now, like you can't even tell one of them like, hey, I'm talking to That's that possessiveness that I'm talking about. Yeah. You, you just for, and I think it, it just it speaks to like how naturally selfish people can be, and how naturally selfish some of us are. It's just that we start talking to somebody, and we just want them. We we find something that we like about them, and we just want them to be ours, just automatically. We don't want to share them or anything else. And see, my opinion is that, like. If you only do one person at a time, like one relationship at a time, then, or you only date one person at a time, then you're not really getting, like, you're not, well, first of all, you're not getting any experience as far as just being emotionally involved with different people, experiencing different walks of life. And that's not to say that every person that you, you know, quote unquote date is going to be that one. And that's, that's another thing. I feel like a lot of people get tunnel vision so focused on I'm searching for the one. I want the one that they see a quality that they love in a person and then they hyperbolize it. And so now it's like, okay, yeah, this person is the one. And then when it don't work out, they're like, well, maybe, okay, I guess they weren't the one. So the one is still out there for me. Let me go find the one. But it's like, you'll never you'll never actually find the one if you only date a singular individual at a time. It's like, yeah. it's like people believe in, in, I don't believe in singular soulmates. I believe you can have potential. I mean, uh, plural soulmates, plenty of soulmates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to think that, like there's what eight billion people nine billion people in the world and to think that you've never for example somebody who's never left the state of georgia there's x amount of people in georgia and for some reason you think your soulmate is only in the in the state of georgia like no that doesn't work there are like nine billion people in the world that's why i'm you know you can't you you just can't have one single soulmate because there's so many people that you don't meet there's billions of people that you don't meet and so 
really what I want to get into is a scenario. Mm-hmm. So what's so what's so what's the scenario? The scenario. <laughs> so the scenario is for you. This is for you, Mari. Okay, let's say, let's say you're in the dating game, okay? You're in the, you're in the, the dating market, and you have an, a, a man who comes to you, you know what I'm saying? Y'all connect somehow, maybe uh, via social media or an event, and he, he comes straight forward with you, straight up, and he's like, look, the way I date is I talk to multiple girls at one time. Yeah. You're not going to be the only one that I talk to. You're not going to be the only one that I'm calling or taking out to eat. You know what I'm saying? And it's not... And I'm also... But on the front end, I'm not having sex with all of these these girls. But I, I'm, I am having sex with some of them. Yeah. Now... How do you feel about that? How would you take that if a, if a man told you, just came up straight for it, told you the truth like that? I would be like, thank you, God, because I'm glad I don't have to hide my niggas from you, too. Because I definitely already have a oh, Like, I already have a chip change. Like, I would, it would just make me feel so Like, it would just be like, wow. Like, maybe this, maybe you are the one because we both, you know, well, I'm just joking. But you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That would be so cool. People would just be honest and be upfront because it would give me the respect that I need to make the decision I want for myself. If you don't tell me that you're talking to other people, it's like you can't then hear that from me also. Mm-hmm. Or some people, like you're saying, are one-sided. They're selfish. So you won't tell me the truth about what you're actually doing, but you'll hear my... You get what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. You'll hear that I have a bunch of niggas, you know? But then I can't know that you're also doing the dating too so I you know I'm, I'm coming out I'm like hey you know I'm just saying like you know I'm dating other people and you're like uh-huh okay cool you know as, as if you're not also doing the same thing so I feel like that could be that's, that's also a problem that's also a thing I, but I would be really relieved really relieved if they would just come out and say that yeah. too and I, I definitely, I, I think, and you spoke on it like right there for a little bit. There is a double standard when it comes to dating multiple people. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of like from a woman's perspective, is it's like it's okay for her to entertain multiple guys. And that doesn't, when I say entertain, I don't mean like there's no sex involved. She's just mm-hmm. texting. Uh, they, she might have multiple guys taking her out to eat. You know, for the most part, people are like, especially like women in her circle, like, yes, girl, do that. Go get them, get them free meals, get that free lunch, that free dinner. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But from a guy's perspective, if we say we're dating or talking to multiple girls, we're seen as like a man hope, basically. Like we're we're, we're labeled as unfaithful. Uh, we don't know how to commit, but it's like it's it's not even like that. It's just we're we're talking to multiple women just to see what we like. You know what I'm saying? Because like let's say I let's say I'm talking to two different women, right? One one could be physically more attractive than the other one, but she might not have the same level of personality or character that I'm looking for. So I may be able to sacrifice some of that physical attraction 
for that personality. You see what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I, I would never know that if I was only dating a girl who was physically attractive or if I was only dating a girl who had right. that personality or that character. You know what I'm right. saying? And so, like you also spoke on, just on being honest. So for you, how important is it to be honest on the front end? It's the number one thing. Honesty equals trust. Like, you have to be honest. It doesn't matter what about. It doesn't matter how you think I feel. Be honest. That's the thing that's going to make you and our, well, you and I, our relationship stick together. It doesn't matter. Because at the end of it, we don't have to be intimate. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We could just be friends at the end of all of it. But if you destroy the trust, you can't be anything. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I at least want my friends. I at least want my friends. I don't yeah. want, really, I don't want, I don't even want to start off on the intimacy. I want to start off as friends, but, you know, here or there. Yeah, I think, and I just think, like, a, a lot of people, both men and women, are just fearful about being honest about that because it's not socially acceptable. Yeah. Like, when you... What, when, having a lot of different friends? Yeah, just, no, just having yeah. different, <laughs> having, saying that you're dating multiple people. Because when people hear the word date, they automatically think relationship. They automatically think... Yeah. Exactly. Monogamy, boyfriend, girlfriend. And that's another thing. Like, dudes are okay with being side dudes. But but for the most part, women don't want to be a side chick. You know what I'm saying? They want to be the main. Yeah. And so that's why I feel like, at least from a guy's perspective, a lot of guys aren't honest on the front end because we may really like you. But we, at the same time, we don't want you to feel, we don't want to lose you because if me being honest makes you feel like leftovers mm-hmm. or the side piece or the side chick. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, yeah. it's not like that. It's just, I'm trying to figure out what I like and you are a part of that process. Now, I'm not guaranteeing that you will be the main chick, that you will be the girl or the woman that I yeah. choose to be in a monogamous relationship with, but I am saying that on the front end, you are part of my dating process. I'm currently out here trying to find what I like, what I don't like, and you could potentially be that person, but I'll never, I won't know until I'm done. You want to know something about that kid? That's ugly. That's ugly. That's ugly. <laughs> How is that ugly? Okay, so now, okay, now I'm gonna flip real quick. <laughs> to me, I'm like not seeing the romance in that at all. We're just seduction. So, okay, so this is, I feel like I feel like this is why people are drawn to that, like that lie of mm-hmm. being the only one. Because there's something that's so attractive about a person that knows how to maintain and juggle. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, you know, okay, cool. You can let me know without having to say, like, yeah, I have a whole bunch of different women, and like, you know, you could be the one, they could be the one, you know, the whole reality tv show play by play you get what i'm saying that's how i that's how i'm envisioning it it's just that you don't have to say there's a whole bunch of different girls on my roster for me to already know that you get what i'm saying but it's 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 definitely a seductive way that you can put it and kind of let me know that there are other people but still where i feel comfortable like for example while we're out you know we're we could be out on day stay around your phone goes out so if your phone's going off, you know what I'm saying? Of course I'm not going to be the, the first thing while we're in a day thinking about, oh man, who this nigga talking to? Unless I'm crazy. Unless I'm that crazy oh, yeah. that you don't want to have a baby with. 
Like I, I tell people this. I'm like, bro, you gotta be like, like you just gotta be mysterious. You gotta be vague. And I, I've said it like, like I've said it, bro. Like sometimes my homeboys trip, but I'm just like, bro, straight up honest. Like women like games. Women like, women like games, bro. So you got, you just gotta play the game, like. And that don't mean like you are ass. I mean, it kind of does mean you are asshole. But still, at the same time, it's like you got to get the people what they want. You know what I'm saying? You so do it. you just got to. And if you trying to, if you really trying to hook a girl, like that's that's how you do it. Like unfortunately, it is a mind game. You do have to play with her a little bit, like you said, cat and mouse. But it works though. It works. And like you said, like for me. I'm per- I'm just a I'm just a real direct person. I don't really, you know, I don't really do too much fluff. But I do have charm and charisma. So if I want to hook somebody, I can do it just off the bat. You know what I'm saying? And that in a more simpler term, that's called game. Anyway. <laughs> you know. <laughs> that's just called game. I mean, like Right, right, right. right. I mean, I don't really know how to explain it. Like, it's just game. Like, you either know it or you don't. And if you don't know it, that don't mean you can't find out. But you are at a disadvantage. You know what I'm saying? And so, for me, like... And so, like, a lot of fellas, they don't know, like... Bro, it's... You just gotta... Like, the more women you talk to... The more, the more you engage with women on that level, the more game you will accrue just naturally from experience. You'll be able yeah. to seduce them better. The charm will come. The charisma will come. The humor will come. But if you don't actually get out there and get the experience and engage with women, then, I mean, you, you'll forever be last. You'll be, you know, ni- you know yeah. nice guys finish last, and that's what you'll be. You'll be the nice guy who finished last. And I was that guy in high school, middle school. I was the nice guy who finished last. Then got my heart broke a couple times and I turned into a goddamn savage. So, you know, it was OV from that point. (laughs) But like like we were saying earlier, yes, nice guys finish last. But also, as you were saying, nice girls 
finish last too. And I think that's a side that we don't discover enough and don't talk about enough. So what exactly is it about nice girls that make them finish last? Because we're nice. Because we're nice. Because we understand. First of all, because we understand. So a nice girl is also, I would say, a virtuous woman. So when I'm saying nice girl, I'm saying virtuous woman. I'm not saying doormat. Mm. I'm saying virtuous So uh, uh, obviously doormats get walked on. That's what they are. You know, no one wants a doormat. No one wants to be a doormat. Um, so I'm saying like the nice girls that finish last, like the girls that are always there for their duty, like no matter what, like um, you can do anything wrong. You know, they're always, they're always appreciated, but not appreciated enough to the point where they would not cheat or not. Okay, I'm just using cheating as, as an example of something. I'm mm-hmm. not saying we're talking about cheating, but I'm saying like they would, like they wouldn't, like their man wouldn't step out and cheat on them. Or wouldn't you know use that or those other things, amazing things that they do for them, like uh, cook for them when they come home from work, like um, like even rub their feet, like I mean like really like like girls who like cater to their man or like mm-hmm. taking care of home, you know doing what they're supposed to do. No, you know why? Because they're focused on something, and, and the guy's just like always focusing on other things. You know what I'm saying? The woman's yeah. focused on home. Focus on keeping things together. You know what I'm saying? She's rejecting all these guys saying, no, you know, I don't want to do this with you. I don't want to do that with you. She's getting propositions too because other people see the good qualities in her. But the person that she's with starts to not kind of not notice it because everything is getting so uh, predictable. You get what I'm saying? It's getting so like, because um, I'm, I'm saying, but this, this is the nice girl though. This is yeah. the person that's really doing the things that you're supposed to be doing. And I mean, even though even though things get monotonous I feel like even though things are getting predictable that's what that's when that person needs to step out and say hey like you know they, you know I, I need a little bit more life in this relationship or something so that she will know but I feel sorry for the nice girls I feel sorry for the girls that are just like always putting everything 100% 1000% into their relationship just for the dude to end up not being with them like really just for it to really get to the point where the girl, the baddie, the city girl, she gets the dude. She gets your dude, not you. The girl that, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So it's like you, you do all this stuff, you set up a home, you be faithful to the dude, you listen to his bullshit, you, you know, even the stupid stuff you don't want to hear, even the arguments, you don't say nothing, like everything. You deal with all of the trauma, all the things, then to still forgive him and love him and, and clean slate every day, you know what I'm saying? Forget about what happened yesterday, then, then for him to just walk away. And yeah. she said, okay, cool. I wanted to hang out with this old girl that just don't care about me like that. I mean, that's what he was stepping out and seeing while he was dating you. Like, it's crazy. Like, it is crazy. I, I think it's just, you know, it's, it really just boils down to lack of appreciation. You think so? And it, I, that's what I think. I think it's just lack of appreciation. Because if you, like, <clears throat> let's say we have traditional roles, right? So I'm, I'm the man of the house. I'm... I'm paying for our shelter, paying for our food, transportation, lights, water, whole nine, right? And then you, you know, you're at home, you're taking care, taking care of the the entity that I am providing, you know, making the Mm -hmm. house that I presented to you into a home, you know, and whether we got kids or not, you know, taking care of the kids. And when I'm not present, because I do feel as though even though you are the man and you may be providing financially everything, when you are at home with your wife and kids or girlfriend, kids, whatever that relationship is, 
you should still help out. It shouldn't be like kids are just all her, even while you're at the house. Like, no, that, I don't believe in that. But when you're not there, that's that's her job. That's her role. That's what she's supposed to be doing, right? And so I think that when when things become monotonous, that's where that appreciation comes in. Even though this is something that you do every day or every week, every other day, all the time, I just wanted to let you know that thank you. You know, I genuinely wanted to come to you and tell you thank you. I appreciate you always washing the dishes. I appreciate you taking care of the kids, making sure that they're good for school. I appreciate you doing the laundry and vice versa. If I'm the woman talking to the man, I appreciate you going out into this this world that I know just constantly beats you down. And somehow, someway, you still make it work. You're still able to provide food for us, provide a home, keep the lights on, et cetera, et cetera. And so, like, when things become monotonous and you start to feel like you're getting into a routine and things are getting boring, it's because you're not showing that appreciation. Yeah, you know why? Because when it's a weekend, that's where you're at. You're, you know, you're with the other girl that's during the other days of the week. Mm-hmm. While I'm watching the kids, that's where you're at. Because she makes it okay. Yeah. She makes it okay to, to okay, I, you don't have to worry about any of that stuff. You know, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. I'm going to accept whatever because I want you here with me. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, doesn't that make it hard, too? Doesn't that yeah. make it hard when it's a girl that's willing to accept the scraps? The, she's willing to be the breaker. Literally willing to be it. And and I'm just like, bro, like, how is that? That doesn't make my relationship better. Like, because yeah. you're willing to just be like, no, no, just, just see me whenever you can. Like, I'll feel that. What? Yeah, nah. Settling yeah. is definitely not. Settling is not the move in, in any aspect of life. And especially not in terms of romantic relationships because yeah. if you just settle then it i mean it's just no telling what you're getting into when you settle you know cuz you may be getting you may be getting i don't anything you may be getting an alcoholic you may be getting a rapist a pedophile a uh drug dealer just anything but you feel like you just got to settle because i don't know maybe Low self-esteem, lack of self-confidence, lack of self-respect. It could be a number of of anything, but wow, that's deep. It, I mean, this it goes deep. <laughs> trust me, this it goes way. We're not even, wow. we barely scratching the surface, but it goes a lot, a lot deeper. Wow, that's deep. And um, it's just like I said, just appreciation, and then also now in today's age, see, this is my this is my philosophy on why like our grandparents relationships worked out and our great-grandparents you know why they've been married decades and that's just the age of technology i think technology especially social media has a lot to do with the downfall of a lot of relationships and that mostly being from at least from the women's side women uh like making posts on instagram and whatnot seeking validation from other people that aren't their partner yeah and then from the men's side providing that validation to people like you out here telling this girl she look 
beautiful, she look cute, and all this. And a lot of the times, a lot of the times, the reason why women get upset with that is because you no longer do that for them. For her, exactly. exactly. You know what I'm saying? You're not, you're not posting hard eyes on her on her photos anymore. You're not saying, you're not telling her how beautiful she is, how cute she looks. So my guys, it's it's not about the fact that it's it's not about the woman per se that you're complimenting or putting hard eyes under a post or whatever. It's it's not her. It's what you're providing her and that's that validation when that val when you're in a monogamous committed singular relationship all of that validation that you would put towards other women should go towards your woman and your woman only as as far as romantically it's that weak ass tea remember we were talking about juggling like okay okay so how about this Cause I, I am like so duplicitous. So, <laughs> So you can still let that person that is doing so much for you know, hey, I appreciate you. That's just sort of G coming. It's for your charisma like we're talking about. This mm-hmm. is where all those things that are good for you come in. You can let that person know, like, hey, I, I really appreciate everything you're doing. Spend time with you. And then just put the side bitch on silent for tonight. She accepts the breadcrumbs anyway. You know what I'm saying? So just, facts, cool facts, facts. Have her on silent tonight. Like, and so that's where I feel like niggas don't be really understanding uh-huh. like what they should be doing in the sequence of what they should be doing. They, like, you yeah. like, let us a sidekick kind of mess their head up mm-hmm. so their priorities are kind of strangled. You can be a fuck nigga and nobody even know that that's what you are. Facts. Until you die. Facts. Until you die, all your bitches come to the funeral. For real. <laughs> And that's that, facts, like, though. For real. And see, I think it's the G. Uh huh. It, it just speaks to like, on a from a biological standpoint, men are able to handle multiple partners, especially from the perspective of black people. You know, we, our ancestors. Not our, not our enslaved ones, but our African ancestors had multiple, not even just women, multiple families. Mm-hmm. These men had multiple families. But see, they did it in a way that was respectful to each woman. In a way that was respectful to each family. Like, yes, you... you you wife number one, but I also got wife number two. So while I'm with you, wife number one, I'm going to be fully with you. You are going to have my present mind, body, and undivided attention. Because I'm with you, I'm not even thinking about them right now. I'm thinking about you and this family that we have. Now, tomorrow, when I go check on wife number two, she's going to have my undivided attention. She's going to have my present mind and body she's the one who's going to receive my validation for that day and you know polygamy polygamy is 
biologically speaking, our culture. We're we're born. A, it, it's like, why do you why do you think you're still attracted to other people even though you're in a relationship? That's a polygamous gene within your cellular construct. Monogamy is a United States based culture. It is a white based culture. That is where monogamy comes from. Monogamy comes from white people. If you did not know it, do the research on monogamy. It comes from white people. And as black people, polygamy is part of our ancestral culture. It's part of our it's not part of our culture right now. But polygamy is part of our ancestral culture. And even now, people in Africa still practice polygamy. There are plenty of men who have multiple wives that know about each other. And they are perfectly fine with knowing. Like, they interact with each other. They raise each other's children. It's like like a guy he'll have he'll have two wives already and they already got kids they already experienced and then he'll go get a third wife and she's kind of young and he'll have a baby with her and she don't really know the ropes these two his two other wives will help cultivate her and help her build herself into a mother into mm-hmm. a proper wife for him mm-hmm. and as a man he respects all three of them equally and he does what he's supposed to do as a man and provides for every single one of them. Not only financially, but also emotionally. And see, that I think that's where the disconnect is. We don't, as men who want to practice polygamy, there's not enough respect for each and every woman that you are engaged with. And then it's also just, like I said, a lot of women, specifically ones based in U.S. culture, have the that the one mindset. So it's like, I got to find the one. I got to find my husband. And that's just that. You see what I'm saying? But I, I, I don't know. Like, what, what is your what's your personal take on polygamy? So that double standard is really big right here. So this is where the double standard gets thick. Okay. Okay. Because what if I want a house full of niggas that have all their own rooms? They have all their own little video games. They come together mm-hmm. at the dinner table. You know what I'm saying? All my niggas at the dinner table at one time. I didn't cook and made everything. I have children. They help take care of all the kids and everything. And then whenever we want to do whatever, they can just come to my room whenever they want to do it. Mm-hmm. But niggas is just like, I'm not sleeping in the same bed as the niggas sleeping in. Not doing that. That's not me. But I mean, would it would it be a cool thing if maybe let me see, in my imagination, maybe maybe you could have your own women too. You know what I'm saying? And then I then then where does the line actually fall? I feel like things start getting confused. I feel like things start getting out of hand too, because you know mm-hmm. you can't really. It's hard to tell a person, hey, you're allowed to do this, and then they not do more than what you are allowed. Mm-hmm. So exactly. it's like it's like. I feel you on the whole cultural thing, like when you be saying like, you know, as far as African culture, like having multiple wives and but niggas not saying, bro, hey, let's all come together, like let me tell you how to be a good husband to Mari. 
let me see how to be a good husband, bro. Let me see how to take care of these kids, G. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. we gotta be able to work together so that we can be the best for her. They'll be like, no, nah, this bitch has got me fucked up. I'm the man. <laughs> like, I'm the man. I look at <laughs> You get what I'm saying? That's like the that's Yeah, like that's the facts. Testosterone. That's the man. That's the alpha male being like, no, 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 no. The woman is not dominant over me. Yeah. So I cannot allow that. Yes. I'm not gonna allow it. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, well, so I can't do the same thing though. Like I can't have my palace, you know, and me going out to work and going to do, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I mean, as far as gender roles, I don't think it would be seen the same way. Yeah, it's it definitely wouldn't be accepted. For to be that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it definitely it. would. Like if you was on yeah. some like. Excuse me, like some like, like, like if you was, if in today's era, if you were on like some Cleopatra type shit, I don't think it would, no, it just wouldn't ride. I think niggas would be like, hell, it wouldn't ride. And I mean, but honestly, but honestly speaking, it would work though. Like that's actually possible, just like with the general, with with the way that men are now and. In, in my personal opinion how weak men are now you could definitely like there's no sh- you would have no short of men who would be willing to be a part of that like and that's just the they way- have to, but is that really because of like I don't know what is that what is that because of like you don't have a responsibility I for mean, someone else emotionally for, for like, m- does that feel bad out of the emotional part of things cause I kind of feel like uh, emotions is gonna get lost with so many people like, there's only, I mean, when you say you have multiple soulmates, we did talk about it earlier. Yeah. If you have multiple soulmates, you still have, like, like time where you can spend with this person alone and moments in time that y'all create from memories, from things that y'all have done and spend time together. But how can you create memories when you have to be creating so many other memories with so many other people? Like, it's like, it's like... Yeah, it's cool to be dating a lot of people. I feel mm. you. I see where you're coming from because I also do believe that. But then at the same time, it's like, when will I tire myself of having to having to juggle so many people, mm. like having to have or create so many experiences, and so yeah, many exactly. memories with so many people? Mm. It's gonna get it's gonna get confusing for me. I'm gonna want more alone time. I'm gonna want to be like, hey, everybody, just everybody back in. Yeah, really, everybody just here. I'm gonna go chill by myself. For and see that's that's where I think that knowing knowing your limits comes in. Like I said, like I said earlier when we were talking about dating multiple people. You can date 20 people if you want to, but make sure you can manage it. Oh yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like for me personally when when I'm dating, max is 3. That's that is my max. That's what I can that's what I can manage. I can manage 3. If I go past 3, I start getting a headache because okay now I gotta worry about okay let me call this one okay let me call that one. Oh, I, damn I didn't text this one today uh, shit I was supposed to meet that one yesterday but I ended up meeting the you know what I'm saying so I keep it at between two to three two to three that that's my that is my limit I cannot well I can but I don't want to because at that point it doesn't become because like dating should be fun. And for me, if I pass three, dating is no longer fun. It's a job now. Yeah. Now I'm managing people. And I don't want to, when I'm dating, I don't want to manage people. 
I want to enjoy myself. I'm doing this for entertainment, for experience. <laughs> this is not a job. This is not. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not running an operation here. You know what I'm saying? This isn't a business. You're a pimp now. You're a pimp at that point. Exactly, and like that's I'm, I I couldn't be a pimp. That's just too much. I got yeah, too much to worry yeah. about. You got women over here, women over there. I gotta make sure you give me my money. Make sure I get this money. Make sure y'all not trying to stab me. Like, nah, I'm just. Yeah. I no two to three. That's it. I'm good. I am good. But see, like right now, I'm kind of removing myself from the dating game. Yeah, just because. Asking. What? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll write my question down. Go ahead. <laughs> no, what's your question? I got it. What's your question? <laughs> okay, so who wins? Like, who wins the one? Like, is it the one that, is it the girl that stays in the middle of the shift changes? Like, say, you know, like, say that, say, say you're dating, right? You know, you yeah, know, you yeah, got yeah. Your three or whatever. So, say it's one girl, she never changes it. You have to keep shifting all the other two. Mm-hmm. But this one is still consistent throughout the whole thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. she win the one, like, you know. And you know what's crazy about that? The fact that you asked that, and I'm actually currently experiencing that right now. Like, there's this chick who's been constant, like, throughout it all, just consistent. Whenever I hit her up, she always been there, hit me back. You know, because, like, this is a chick, like, we we got real close and, you know, real monogamous early on. And just at the time, I don't think it was right for me. I just wasn't, like, in the correct mental space to be, uh, you know, going into such a committed relationship that early, having just yeah. come off of a seriously committed relationship and so what I basically like the past two past year and a half past two years it's just me with her I just been in and out just in and out just popping in and out in and out yeah and the whole time she's been there and she's never like gave me sweat about it like at all you know what I'm saying and it's like it's like yeah exactly like and you know like right now that's what i'm saying i'm kind of pulling myself out of the dating game because i'm trying i'm like with her i'm just trying to right my wrongs you know what i'm saying because like she's really like a cool cool chick cool amazing girl and like i told her the other day like i was i told her like i appreciate you being patient with me like i just straight told her like i appreciate you being patient with me because i know for a fact i know for a that like most most women wouldn't have stayed the way she did like if I'm just hitting her up at random times like it's been months and I just hit her up and then she hit me back a lot of people gonna look at their phone the fuck? that nigga got me fucked up oh god for real <laughs> he got me fucked up and then you know what I'm saying like like there was this one chick who I was messing with and then I, I just stopped talking like I moved and then I stopped talking to her and so a couple months later I hit her up you know what I'm saying see what she got going on I wasn't trying to right my wrongs you know what I'm saying but I was I'm not gonna lie trying to get my rocks off you dig but (laughs) trying to get my rocks off (laughs) I'm not gonna lie I'm gonna be honest trying to get my rocks off but see I hit her up and then she hit me she hit me back you know what I'm saying so I'm like oh it's a go do 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 keep talking 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 whatnot i was like yo you got some free time i'm gonna call you she was like yeah call me get to talking shawty pregnant bro 
pregnant? Shawty was pregnant. No, that but see that's the crazy yeah. part. I had to do the math and make sure it wasn't mine. Wow. I had <laughs> I had to do the math, yo. I had to do the math. I was that's like scary. I was like, oh <laughs> my god, bruh. That's no. Scary. But then I I was like, okay, like who you see and at the now she's with somebody else. And so I was like, okay, when did you get with them? Okay, how many months pregnant are you? Okay, and then I, in my head I'm like, when did we stop? When did we stop talking? Okay, when was the last time we had sex? Oh, oh okay, wow. okay, cool. It's not mine. You know what I'm saying? That type of shit. But like I said, that that one right there, I'm, the one I'm trying to write my wrongs with. She been, like you said, she's been the constant. So I'm not saying she's a one. Definitely not saying that. But what I will say is. Yeah, she has been constant. Anytime I hit her up, she always there. Always willing to listen and, you know, understand the kid. And I just want to make her feel, if we do take this to the next level, I, I want to make her feel like she's not settling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's just that's just my, my, my thing, which is crazy that you asked that question. That's, yeah. That's why. So she's, she's the MVP right now. She's the MVP. Oh, yeah, most definitely. She's LeBron. She's LeBron. Oh, yeah. She's LeBron. She's LeBron. She's a really happy. She changes teams. All kinds of she just is happy. LeBron. She's always, she's always a whole different situation going on. And you know what's the crazy part about this whole thing? Is like, I love black women. Like, I just love them. Right? Mm-hmm. But she's not black. But this girl, though. This girl's like. She's actually, I mean, I don't know. What? what? On the black, you know that's crazy though. That's crazy. That's that's crazy. She's not. But see the thing, we're like, what's white though? White is white. Like, what do you mean? White is white is white is privilege. Because like, like from her, like her parents are French. So she's definitely white, but. But like, is I mean, whatever you wanna, whatever you gotta say yourself. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to. I'm. No, 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 no. I'm definitely not. I'm definitely not trying to justify this by any means. But I'm like, <laughs> like, is that is that white though? Like, I've always been conflicted. If it's not, if 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 a, if a person is not from America, Canada, Ireland, the UK, or anything like that, like, is it? But aren't we all white? something else that we just, that we just came here? So I mean, yeah. white and black, white and black is just what people call you just by your skin color. That's, That's true. What that That's true. And then later on, it became uh, privilege. That's what people started yeah. saying about it. Look at that white man that you have more money, more resources, more access to, you know, mm-hmm. so yeah. And then and black would be the opposite. Yeah. Of that. Um, you know. <laughs> well, I don't know. So She's I French. Her her parents are French. Well, actually, no. Her her mom, her mom is French, and her dad is Spanish. She's from Spain. Wow. Well, I mean, we're, no, like love is love. Like and I see, but see, that's the thing. Like my this ain't nothing new. My 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 supporters know. Like I'm I've been I've dated cross cultural multiple times. Like the last relationship, yeah. the last relationship I was in was four years. I was with a Mexican girl. You see what I'm saying? Hey. You know what I'm saying? But black women have been the the women that I've dated the most. 
They have yeah, why we why have Ken? Why is lag? So and I'm gonna say this from the perspective of like okay like 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 creative men or like because um, 'cause I'm gonna say as from an artist perspective. Mm. Like uh, I know the, a lot of artists that I know they're outside of their race. Mm-hmm. And like um I mean it's meeting me included, I definitely have dated outside my race. Yeah. But like And there's nothing wrong with that at all. Is is exactly that's what I mean. But like, why is there? I feel like why is there this whole justification thing there about about the blackness of it? Like, how does that make you less black? Like how we were just talking yeah. about like, like I get what you're saying. You know, you're still black as hell. Right? Yeah, like I'm black as fuck. <laughs> you know, nigga all the time. I never heard you not say nigga. So it's just oh, like no, you're, it's a. I was gonna say Carlton, poor Carlton. I'm dead. But it's not like, yeah, it's not, it's not like you, you know, it's not like you're supposed to be the fresh, the uh, fresh Bel Air Carlton character type. Of thing. Mm. Yeah. It's, no. And you see, culture. Yeah, I, I definitely, you, we definitely, people who date outside the race, we definitely catch flack for not dating within the race. And I think, like, a lot of it, a lot of it is just because, like, like. From my experience, because I've also not well, I was I haven't been in a relationship, but I have dealt with and entertained women from other countries. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, like the last chick I was with, she was born in Mexico. She was from Mexico. Uh, her family was from Mexico. This girl has a Spanish dad, French mom. I also messed with this one chick who uh, her her dad was Spanish. And her mom was Dominican. Yeah. And then I've also messed with just Dominican women. Period. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And so in that, what I, what I've come across is these women from other cultures. And this is just me speaking from my experiences, and you know, just just the women that I've dealt with. That they are very supportive. No. Oh, well, they are so supportive. So okay, I gotta ask you this because you said that. Like, so my okay, I think that a lot of people get frustrated really when it's a black man that they talk out of his race. Yeah, definitely, black, of course. I think the black woman. I think the black man frustrates the black woman more than anything. Mm. Um, did out of his race. I and I think it's because of all of the trauma that black women still hold on to mm-hmm. because from so many years we definitely had to still be the mothers for other races babies yeah we still had to be and, and, lit- and literally go outside in the field and still work the same amount of labor and the same hours our niggas work mm-hmm. we had to be the same matched up we had to be the same and then to only be cast away or looked at as not you know not not like you're saying not appreciative like yeah. not appreciate that woman so then like as you're going you know dna still gonna yeah, give birth to yeah. children it, 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 it trickles on down you know and so it's just like the anger still sits there probably because it's like bro when am i ever going to be appreciated and get the man that i really truly am supposed to get because mm-hmm. i feel like i always give the niggas who don't have nothing I feel like I always give the niggas who, who don't want to do nothing, who don't want to be nothing. And then all the niggas that I took care of, I raised, your mother's black sometimes. In in some, most of the cases, your mother's black. 
then you go and you go get a woman outside of your race and mm. it's just like bro like you couldn't bring that back home you couldn't bring that money back home you couldn't like leave the country go teach the people what you knew or go you know go to school come mm. back to the country bring the knowledge back yeah. you had to go to somebody else's country and settle down like what are you doing bro I think that I think that's why we be kind of flipping out sometimes I don't think that it's right for us to do that. I don't think it's right for us to harbor those feelings. We really do have to get rid of that. Mm-hmm. Because love is love. And it doesn't mean that us as a black women won't find other races of men to love too. Like yeah. you're saying, there's so many billions of people in the world. You billions. Know? Why do we right. feel like the one is a black man? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I'm just saying though, but that's probably why. It's probably because of all the struggle and oppression that comes with being a black woman and having to carry all also the black man struggles on her back by also even having to raise the black man and teach him how to be a man and survive in the world first before you teach him how to love a woman. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like you gotta think of the, the things that really come with all of that. So I think that when yeah. it comes from being a, from a woman's perspective and then you're like, bro, like, I did all of this and then nothing, like, yeah. nothing? So yeah, that, I definitely you know, hear what you're saying. That's all it is. That's yeah, what I'm saying right now. I definitely feel one. that. We don't hate y'all. We don't hate y'all. We don't hate y'all. <laughs> we don't hate y'all. It's just it's it's the oppressive part that we're talking yeah. about. It's that part. And I can I can definitely read into. I definitely yeah. feel that like 100 percent because it's kind of yeah. like it's kind of like 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 you were saying from y'all perspective. It's like we don't been drugged through the mud. You know what I'm saying? We done been we done been drugged through the mud multiple times, too many times, infinite number of times. The least mm-hmm. we can get as far as appreciation is you bringing us home to your mom. You know what I'm saying? Versus bringing Becky home to your mom. You dig what I'm saying? Hey, your mom was like, <laughs> but see, but then. You know what I'm saying? And but then it's it's also the flip side of it and it's like me dating outside of my outside of my race, outside of my culture has nothing to do with you. That's not a jab at you. That's not a jab a jab at black women as a whole. This is just so happened who I happened to to come I just happened to come across this woman. She embodied the type of personality and char- and character and physical attractiveness attractiveness that i was looking for and i just happened to choose her at that time now had i come across you and you embody all the person the personality the character the physical attractiveness that i was looking for in your black then i would have picked you but you you just i didn't i didn't come across you before i came across her you see what i'm saying and so with yeah. this and like i'm like with the chick that i'm dealing with i am no way shape or form is saying that this is the one she gonna be my woman. This we we gonna have to be married, have a family. No, I'm simply just trying to right my wrongs. Like I said, tell her that I appreciate her for being there for me, being consistent, being yeah. patient with me. Hey, I'm here if you need me, and then actually showing her that I'm present in there if she needs me. And that's it. Now, if that shit grows and develops into something else, cool. I would be perfectly fine with that. If yeah. it doesn't. I'm not tripping. On to the next. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But not on. Hey. But you know, but like I said, my supporters know. Like I've already told them my types. You know what I'm saying? And one of my types is like light skinned chicks. And you know, like a lot of light skinned chicks be mixed with white. But you know what I'm saying? But if you got black and you still black, you you dig what I'm saying? But 
she got some white in her though. So I mean like and then there's also like the dark skin versus light skin conversation. And I mean like that's yeah. a that's a whole nother monster in itself. But I've already told them like they they know for a fact uh, as like my favorite type of woman that is out uh, outside of our culture, outside of our race, is Moroccan women. Women from Morocco. When I tell you these are some of the most beautiful women I have ever seen in my life. And you know what's crazy? I have not been to Morocco yet, but it's just like from all the videos I see, and this is like not no Instagram super IG model type shit. This is like me coming across like watching some shit on Netflix or something on YouTube and this woman's from Morocco. And I'm like, oh my God, you from where who and i actually had a friend that was from morocco and she showed me a picture of her family she showed it was her mom her dad her older sister and her little brother so it's not just the women moroccan people as a whole are beautiful like i'm talking just beautiful bronze skin nice beautiful dark hair beautiful brown eyes i mean moroccan people are just beautiful just as a whole all of them women men children adults just like that's how i feel about that's how i feel about ethiopian people like i feel that about facts ethiopian people are beautiful and and because their skin is so dark that's what i love about it the most because their skin is so dark and then their eyes are just beautiful like they it's like they're they have like the thickest lashes bro like i need those lashes i'm weak but yeah they be just mad and but and see that and let's go let's take this further let's go deeper with this cross-cultural thing and dating outside of the race back to what i said before they are just we did we went on a tangent but they are just very supportive like anything that i have ever done or wanted to pursue or said i was going to pursue and i disclosed it to any other type of woman that wasn't black it was always go for it do it i believe in you i'm here for you i support you if you need something i got you and it's just like bro that really hurt it's like you need a little bit more Black support and black love over there. Cause, I like, do, I do, I do. Now, and, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I, and I'm, I'm not saying that I've never received support from the black women that I have entertained and engaged with. That's, I'm definitely not saying that. But I'm saying it is, like, with, with the black women that I've been with or encountered or, you know, interact with, there's... It's been hit or miss. With women outside of the race, 100% from the floor. Haven't missed a shot yet. Man, I don't know. We gotta, we gotta miss them. Black women, we gotta change these stats up straight. Like, <laughs> like, these stats gotta start more incredible. And see, what I, what I think it is. That's, that's, that's not us. No, 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 no. Like, we're definitely the most nurturing and yeah, supportive. That's facts. That's that is crazy. Like, and I nah, think, I but see what I think it is. I think a lot of black women 
are very supportive. However, they then engage with the wrong men. And so now they become the, the flip side. They don't become as supportive or as nurturing as they once were because they gave all of that support and that love and that nurture to the wrong guy. That's what happened. And so I, I that guy, that that's what I think it is. I think so too. The wrong guy failed or missed a shot. Yeah. All the time though, not just one game and he missed a shot. He always missed a shot. He bitch. He's not getting <laughs> off the bench. Like, oh, like, like that's that's the that's important. We gotta like, trade him. Okay. Don't worry about it. We about to trade him. And I, I, I think also another thing, and this can go even deeper. I think it's because in our culture, our little girls start dating earlier than girls in other cultures do. I'm listening. You know, I, I, that's what I really think it is. I think just, I think little girls in our culture, in black culture, start dating and romantically involving themselves with with boys way mm-hmm. too early way too early way I mean, too early it's like before they see the world exactly i did the same thing though i did the same thing too like you know it's, it, it's a thing that we do i think it's because we need love too and because our fathers are absent so we need love we need love in a certain way and we want to be proven that love is not what we used to think it is because our dad was not always there mm-hmm. we want to we want to prove that you know based on being in a relationship with somebody. So, I, I mean, I did the same thing. When I was young, I, like, like lived with a dude and everything. And I felt like, and, and we, were, we were in high school, and I, and I felt like, uh, you know, this is real love. This is what we're supposed to be. But then I ended up, I never was, I never talked to him. I still don't talk. I still never talked to this dude ever again. Like, I was never with him ever again. And it's just one of those, like, lessons, like, you really don't know who you're going to be in life. You know, that's just yeah. one part of your that's just one stage in your life, you know. It may seem like, you know, this is this is that end, this is that person that you're gonna be with, but you just don't know. It just takes time, just like you exactly. were saying. And then just because you're with a person don't mean you have to stay with that person. You can break free from them and go experiment, go see what's going on outside the world because you might find somebody else that, like you said, is more is more like the person that you thought you would be with. Mm-hmm. Or you get what I'm saying? Or more like the person that you thought you would choose for yourself, like Yeah. One person is not the end all be all, and I think that after after so many years, I didn't find that out until after so many years, until now I arrived at thirty. That like it's not that's not how life is. Yeah. It's not that simple. It's not it's not black and white like that. Facts. And you know what I mean? You it, gotta take more time to develop yourself, cultivate the things you need to do, get more financially sound, get you know find yourself like your sound. If you love art, if you love you know things for yourself. And then once you start getting into you, then other people are going to gravitate towards you naturally just because exactly. you're into you. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's a love thing with yourself. But I feel like I feel like once you love you, people can really tell you're not lying. You're not living the lie. Mm. They can tell that you love yourself. Yeah. And not only do you attract those people that, you know, are good for you, you attract all the negative people too because they love life. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Facts. They love. They love a good life. You know, they love a good life. And, I mean, they're there to, to destroy you at the end of it, but you don't even know because you're shining so bright and you're so in love with yourself at the time. But you just have to know how to love yourself enough so when you see the darkness, what you need to do with it. You know what I'm saying? You got to keep it moving, bro. 
you just gotta keep it moving. That's what we were talking about earlier about Snaps. like you know. But you're loving yourself, bro. <laughs> you gotta be in love with that self. Hey, that's facts. And and I speak. I have. I don't know how many. So many episodes on here about black fathers being present, not only in their son's life, but also in their daughter's life. It's just the black male presence. The black fatherly presence is just so important in turning around our community turning around our children because like you said because that because the father isn't in his daughter's life now she's going and seeking that that masculine validation from other men so she's in high school 13 14 15 16 getting into these serious committed relationships when she has no business being in any relationship at all and so in these early these, I don't. I wouldn't even consider these relationships. Like y'all just playing around. Like I said, right. ch- children play house. You know. Exactly. And you know she's putting her all into this guy. You know, and she's being that very supportive. She's being very nurturing, telling him, "Babe, you can do whatever." You know what I'm saying? Oh, you want to do this? Do it. I'm here for you. I support you. I'm behind you 100%. Yada yada yada. Right. But. Is to the wrong guy, and it's you just too young to know anything about that. And so now, when this guy does you wrong, and then the next guy does you wrong, and then the next guy does you wrong, now all of that support and nurturing and love that you had is out the window. And now you're bitter towards black men because black men don't want to be with you because they're going on the other side of the country, dating these other women from these other cultures because they are in these women that they're dating and marrying and being with they're getting the exact qualities that you lost because you decided to romantically entertain somebody just too early and if we're going to be real let's be real about it too even though even though there are situations where mothers are not involved in the lives of their children most mothers are so if you have that love super loving and really good, great relationship with your mom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're looking for a woman that's You're looking for a woman that isn't nurturing your mom and would tell you to believe in yourself and go do shoot for the stars. You know, you are looking for someone like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, dang, when you have when you realize like the dad's not present, so you're trying to run up, run after, and search for something that's not there, trying to give yourself love that you never received. And then when the mom is there, so you try to try to match that love that you had that your mom gave you. It's like it is easier for men to find love than women when I think about it because yeah. you do have that example there right in front of you like you know my mom's there always for you never gonna leave you you know that's the number one trait you look for in a woman like being stable stability like not wavering not doing all this other craziness you know not giving up on you not you know those things first and then also just just being deep just being meek and gentle and kind and like supportive like you're saying and so it's so you. hard to have that when you have the trauma that's still inside yep. of you from having something else missing that you don't know how to tame. Like like being able to listen to a man, like listen to one, like and not be combative. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like being able to listen even to like a stern like some anything and not internally take that and be angry about that. You know what I'm saying? Not not internally take it and be like, What am I trying to say? Like 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 
you, you automatically see that as, as some kind of hate or something against you. You don't mm-hmm. see that as love because you've never heard that sound before. Yeah. And, and you, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like, I get wow, you. I like, get you. Like, just from, a, just from the female perspective, and it's just like, gay man. I mean, I've learned so much on this journey. Like, like just being in love and failing at relationships, cheating on people, being a yes, being a cheater. Like, <laughs> and just, and also. Shout out to all the cheaters. <laughs> Uh, you said what? I said shout out to all the cheaters out there. Shout out to the cheaters, bro. Um, we, but we love too, bro. We need love too. Oh, but it's just, just, just really, it, because really my mind is told it. Really my mind is down. But it's just, it's just that I feel like I did that to people because I really didn't understand that I was hurting them. Yeah. And I, and I remember telling you this, like. I didn't really realize it was wrong to cheat on somebody mm. until, like, because when people cheat on me, like, the, the earliest I got cheated on was in middle school. See? You know what I'm saying? Like, party player relationships. And you shouldn't even be that. going yeah, through that, though. Nobody cares. I didn't go through anything. Nobody cares. But see, a lot of women do, though. No, well, a lot of women do. That's, what, that's how I knew something was wrong with me, if we're going to say anything. <laughs> I do like okay like okay whatever and then it was like okay cool whatever then the next guy came along and it was just like okay cool and then he cheated on me but I didn't find out he cheated on me until after the relationship was over so it was just like you know what I'm saying like it was, I didn't really have any time to ever really like have a devastating situation happen to me where a guy just cheated on me and tore me apart like you know what I'm saying yeah so, so I'm sorry that I cannot relate to other women that have had that experience <laughs> That they're, you know, that they're not valid in their feelings and how they feel. But mm-hmm. I just didn't have one that tore me apart like yeah. that. So, so then I was really, I did feel like, oh, this is this is okay. People do this. Yeah, like, this yeah, is not, yeah. It's, it's not a thing. It nobody became cares. the norm. Nobody cares. Exactly. That's what I got. Not that nobody cares. But that's. Care. But you cares. thought because other people didn't care. You thought because you didn't care, other people didn't care. Right. Because you so didn't I, get hurt. You was like, oh well, shit, this is not gonna hurt them. Bro, I remember like when if one dude right now, my, my grandmother still asked me about this dude. Oh, I was we... dating. Uh, his name was Sterling. I will say his name. I will say it. Oh yeah, we definitely dude, say names bro. on here. Bro, coolest dude in the world, bro. Coolest dude. When I tell you, bro, Jen, I can't even say more because of the things that he does. You know, can't be. We can't talk about that. Yeah. But when I say a genius, bro, genius, bro, like, literal genius on earth. Um, we didn't work out. You know what I'm saying? It was supposed to be like that was my fiance. Really, like we didn't uh, we didn't really do the nuptials and all that other stuff. Mm. But that was who my one was. Like the one. Yeah. That was who my one. That was him. You know? Yeah. And I had remember we had to really. This is the turning point of our relationship because he was cool and I was cool. He was really understanding. I think we had the same birthday and everything. Damn. Um. Yeah. We were like we was we were cool. I, I, I talked to him one day because there was a, a guy I was in, in love with two two guys that ended up I ended up dating that guy much later this is crazy I ended up dating <laughs> that guy much but there was another guy that I was in love with though I thought I was and so I told I told him I was like hey you know he's like I'm getting ready to leave I'm moving and I was like okay you know he wanted me to come with him I was supposed to move there with him oh, and so I just I ended up telling him like no I, I can't do it like I, I want to be in a relationship with more than one person. And it mm. tore him apart. It ripped him Damn. apart. Like, he was just like, no, bro. Like, I can't. He, bro, he, he really wanted me. you. He didn't even talk to me. 
literally walked out of the room we're talking. He walked out, walked his car. I walked behind him like, no, you know, like, don't, I don't want you to, you know, react like that with me. And he just, he was gone. He was like, no, bro, like, no. When he, when I heard him like that, that's when I truly understand how it felt. Yeah. I was just like, whoa, like, that job, that hurt him. Like, yeah, my that's boy. And see, those situations turn men into dogs like y'all women be saying men are trash men are dogs it is situations like that 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 make us that way you know what i'm saying the, a lot of times when you meet if you ever meet a guy who's quote unquote a dog or you know just out here just shitting on women and just using yeah. them and manipulating them is a lot of the times that comes from this one serious relationship that they put all of their emotions and time and love just the ultimate investment in and it backfired on them and then a lot a lot of guys we in that in that manner we're extremists so when we experience that pain we don't want to ever feel it again so we do so basically it's like we take that mentality of okay i'm gonna get her before she get me right and, <laughs> and that that's that's how you get these men that are basically pathological you cheaters. You gotta do it. You gotta be a dog, bro. You gotta be so, a dog out here. Sometimes then, you do. Then find it, and then if she says that she cheated on you, just like, oh, it's all good. We're even. Uh, oh. <laughs> you can finish eating your dinner. Not we're even. <laughs> We're even. Finish eating your dinner. It's fine. Not we're even. I'm dead. You don't remember that one time I came home like, you're good. I'm proud of you. We're even. Keep eating. I'm weak. I cannot. That's dead. Yo, a woman, I bet any woman listening would be devastated. Like, she just eating there, eating dinner. But I cheated on you. No, it's cool. We even. Finish. What? That's crazy. So, so my question to you is like, what are some, what are some things other than healing? Because we already know, as as a community, as a black community, as a nation, we just need general healing. Right, we need healing. We we just need to deal with our trauma and. Yeah. really face this shit head on but aside from healing <clears throat> what are some qualities that black women can you know improve on and cultivate within themselves so that black us black men will stop going overseas and stop going cross-cultural um listening <laughs> listening I would say listening is number one. I would say that it's number one because when you're talking, you're not listening. Yeah. Listen. Like, not listening to advance, to see where you're part of the argument is a good part for you to interject. Listen. Because you might hear something. Mm-hmm. Um, I would even say, I would even say, communication. Now, that's for both of us. Like, yeah, knowing facts. how and what to say like like leading with um, what is it compassion leading with compassion is the first thing and not hitting below the belt like you know mm. when you're telling somebody something it's, it's cool for you to have a disagreement but also you don't have to try to hurt them 
yeah. with your work. Like, exactly. you don't have to try to hurt them. You can just tear a whole person down. Not by hitting them. You can just tear a whole person down just by telling them something. Like, you don't have to do that. I just feel like a lot of us do do that, though. Yeah. Like, it's called, we do emasculation. That's our thing. That's what we're known for, is emasculating. Um, and, and when I say that, it's because I, I, I come from a matriarchal mind. Uh, my family line is mixed matriarchal. We don't have a lot of men that are present in our family because we just work with a lot of women. Mm-hmm. Just naturally. So, you know, there's a hierarchy system. You know, there's one elder. She's the woman. She kind of directs everybody and tells everybody else what to do. And then when she dies, the session goes on. It's, it's another one that steps up to the plate. And they're the person that everyone goes to see for the answer for things. Um, but that would be better if, if we would all share the power. If we would all just share the power. And then we wouldn't have to be going through all that. As mm-hmm. far as my major everything. My, my own feelings. Yeah. Personally. But, um, but as a whole, I really think that those are the two most important things. Listen and communicate. Like, better. A lot better. I, w- I would say from from a man's perspective, one thing I would add to that is don't, don't degrade your man. Like, if, if y'all are serious about each other, you know what I'm saying, you should be there. Like, a woman is supposed to be her man's inspiration. Mm-hmm. If y'all don't have kids, other than himself, everything he is doing should be to give you everything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Other than taking care of himself and his family, you come next, and it should be... You You should push him. If, if he says... Man, I think, like, I'm tired of working this job. I want a new job. I want a better job. You should be like, I think you should do it. I think you should go for it. I'm here for you. I support you. I'll help you in any way that I can. Versus being like, are you sure about that? Can you, what, what, how much is this job going to pay? Are you going to be able to pay the bills? You know what I'm saying? Kind of just shooting holes. Yeah. Like, don't, don't, yeah. don't shoot holes in your man's dreams. Like, 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 just, just support, just be there for him, and then, like I said, just don't degrade him. Don't be like. I, I mean, it's just it's so many examples. I can't even pick one. It's, it's like don't. Let's I say let let's. Go. No, I'm saying I did that. I actually did that. Like my oh. whole. After relationships, I moved to I moved to Atlanta, picked up all my stuff, moved to Atlanta, mm. and uh, we were great, bro. I'm talking about we loved like music. You already know music is my heart. Yeah, yeah, music, yeah. Facts. Only person in the world. That's the only person in the entire world. And I'm gonna say it. I don't care how many many billions of people that I can sonically marry. Like me, marry sonically. Like I already know when he plays a song. I already, I've already heard it. We both yeah. already heard it. We talking about it. We dancing to it. Like everything about Facts. it. Facts. Uh, we have we like the same band, you know, all that stuff. So that was really important to me. Um, and I, we were we were really cool. That's actually the guy. See me name. That's the guy. That the other guy, the first one that I was like, hey, I'm, you know, kind of talking to multiple people. That's him. He <laughs> later. Yeah. Like he comes in no. Later. He didn't like me. Then. He didn't like that. Oh. So this is the one that got away. Okay. This is hard. This is a hard one. 
So I was in a relationship with a guy, you know, certain things started going on. I didn't feel like he appreciated me in some ways. There were some hardships happening to me in Atlanta, some things I didn't understand. I was trying to get a job, you know, stuff like that, whatever. Yeah. Just relationship stuff. And I just felt like he was not being supportive of me. Mm. Like, I feel like I was trying to do something, but he wasn't being supportive of me. And if I, if he told me to do something and I didn't exactly take his direction, he would just shut down instead of just keeping with me. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah, you yeah. still this, you know, he would just shut down and just not talk to me. And so it got really bad. Our communication got worse and worse. And then it ended up getting to the point where I started getting mad. So what I would do was say, like, really nasty things. Like, um, like, uh... Like I would, I would, I would hit the little stuff. Like I would, I would say Damn. some things I really don't even want to say that I said. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I, like, like, I'm just to be honest. Like, I really am not serious. Like, I would yeah. call you a bitch. Like, like, you fucking bitch. Like, you, like, yeah, really, like, it's, that's exactly what I mean. When I tell you, he has enough love for himself. No lie, he definitely has enough love for himself. Cause he was just like, look, like, bro, people that I know and love told me I should have just kicked your ass out. I shouldn't even I shouldn't even let you stay here long enough to get off your own ass. Cause Damn. you just really but but if we're being real about it, like now that I see things, we both did our we both did our dirt. No, yeah, yeah, fact. It's definitely but, two sides. But if but the but the level of emasculation that I put him through, bro, he's still in trauma right now. Like he's still trying to heal from that. And um and like when I when I like I said I, I those are things I was learning about and really my anger was a really bad point when I get angry my family's from Antigua and Barbuda so people don't know that that's a Caribbean island and that you know sometimes it, it's just in my bloodline like to to boil and just say so <gasps> like I didn't mean that I didn't mean to it would just come yeah. out like it was just it was just yeah. coming out and yeah. I was like wow bro. Then when I looked up after the castle was destroyed, after all the bricks were laying out, and I was like, dang, my home is like gone. Like, yeah. I'm looking, and now I'm by myself living in my own apartment and stuff, and I'm really alone. Now he's not talking to me at all. I'm thinking about all the things that I did and said, mm-hmm. like, and I'm just like, bro, like, I really shouldn't have said that. Like, like tripping. So I, I I think what this really boils down to what I'm really trying to get at is that black women another another quality to develop would be just emotional control because that's that's where a lot of the times when black women say degrading or belittling stuff is when they're upset and sometimes some there are women who will degrade you and belittle you on purpose and mean it. But I think for the for the most part, a lot of women don't mean it. They just speak from a place of emotion, from a place mm-hmm. of, of heightened uh, anger and frustration. But it's like, sweetheart, we're adults. It's time to learn how to regulate yourself, keep your keep yourself in a state of homeostasis, equilibrium, and figure out how to properly control your emotions. Develop emotional intelligence basically develop emotional intelligence and that's another thing man if you need to take and this goes for both men and women if you are an individual who you you know if you get upset you are possibly or more than likely are going to say things that you don't mean separate yourself man go, leave yep. lock yourself in yep. the bathroom in the room go on a walk go 
just do something else where your partner is not in the vicinity. And if you are that person who is with someone who needs that space, let them have that space. A lot, a lot of times we want to just talk things out right then and there. No, yeah, that is going to hurt you. If this person says, I need space because I may, I may say some things that I don't really mean, then grant that person that time and that space saying, hey, that is perfectly fine. When would you like to reconvene and discuss this with level heads? If she be like 30, if she, he or she be like 30 minutes or an hour, or we can come back to this tonight, then do it. Do not stop that person from simply just being great. Cause that's all they trying to do. They just trying to be great. Don't stop them from being great, man. Let that, let that person go cool. Cause like all people can't control their emotions right then and there in the moment. For me, I'm a person who can I can, I can, I'll take that pause. You know what I'm saying? You may say something or do something and then my initial, you know, I may want to react, but a lot, I'm, I'm, I've, for the most part, I'm able to stop myself, take a hard pause and respond. You know, there's a difference between reacting and responding. For the most part, I've learned this is a, is it, and this is a skill. This is not something that happens naturally. You have to learn how to respond versus reacting but um yeah man if that if you're if you're a significant other your partner your lover whoever if they need space if they need to go calm down and cool off before they talk to you please please let them please grant them that time it will be better for you in the long run better for them in the long run and better for the success of your relationship now, back to the deg- degradation and belittlement. This is how I knew the relationship with the uh, Mexican chick I was with was not going to work out. This is how I knew it was time to leave. She grew up in a black community, went to a black school, friends are black. So, inevitably, some of these characteristics and uh, personality traits rubbed off on her. Right, and so... During this time, I was trying to build a relationship with, uh, well, re rekindle a relationship with Dwayne. My supporters know Dwayne is my biological father. I don't call him mm-hmm. dad or whatever because he's lost that title. Oh, wow. He's lost it from me. So I call him by his, and we have the same first name. And I'm like, no, I'm going to take this name and make it great. So I call him by his middle name, Dwayne. So, at this time, I was trying to build, rekindle this this um, relationship with Dwayne. And I was like, okay, it was a couple days before, and I was like, you know, a perfect time to kind of kick things up would be Father's Day. Father's Day was coming up at the time. And when I brought, when I kicked it to her, I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to call Dwayne on, and at the time, he wasn't Dwayne. At the time, I still called him that, but. At the time, I, I, I kicked it to her, like, I think I'm going to call Dwayne on, on Father's Day. And she was like, yeah, okay, I think I think that would be good. I think you should do that, right? Full support, great. Comes Father's Day. Keep in mind, I haven't talked to this man in, like, probably over a year at this point. And I'm like, I just haven't called him yet. It's, it's like, I woke up in the morning, didn't call him. 
it's noon, hadn't called him. It's like two, three in the afternoon, hadn't called him. I think it was like four or five o'clock. I'm, I'm sitting in the, in the kitchen eating. Well, I'm at her parents' house at the time. Sitting in the kitchen eating, watching TV, right? She comes out of the room and is like, have you called your dad yet? And I'm like, you know, keep in mind, like, I haven't talked to this man in over a year. I don't know what to say when I call him or anything like that. But she's like, how you called your dad yet? And I'm like, no, I've, I've not yet. I haven't called him. She was like, uh, I'm trying to think of what she said for her. She was basically like, like, what are you waiting for? She called me bro, too. I wish I had a, just, no, just, just no. But she was basically like, she was like, um, she was like, what are you waiting for? You never going to call him, bro. And I was just like, like this is a like this is a very important day for me. Like I haven't talked to this man in over a year, and I'm trying to reach out, rebuild our relationship. This is the like you supported me beforehand. Now this is the day of. This should be the day you support me the most. And then you say that because I haven't called him yet, I'm just never gonna call him. Mm-hmm. And that shit really hit me like, damn, like, why would you, like, why would you say that? Like, why, like, I'm already trying to build up the confidence to even call this man. Yeah. And then now you just tear my confidence down even more by coming in here and saying it's like four or yeah. five o'clock and you haven't called him yet. Wow. You just, yeah. you, you just never going to call him, huh? Like, okay. And then it was, at, it was at that point I was like, yeah, it's time to, it's time to go. It's time to skedaddle. Wow. And so it's it's and that shit right there that like I was already a savage like. That's crazy. And I said, "Wait, we're." Ah, <laughs> uh, dang! Oh, girl, we had kind of spared you a little though. You know? Hey, I was like, and really, I actually enjoyed. That's actually my most beneficial relationship. Like I learned a lot about myself, who I am, yeah. where I want to go in my life. So. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, whenever anybody asks me about that relationship, like, I don't shit on her or anything like that. I never say yeah. it ended because of her. You know, I always put the end of the relationship on me because, I mean, in all honesty, it was. But I don't, I don't yeah. speak, I don't speak anything on her behalf. Like, I don't even tell people that part of the relationship. Like, the degradation and, and the belittlement. Because that's like, that's not only, that's not the only scenario. But that's just one that kind of was like, okay, it's time to ask this. But for the most part, I just like that. That that's that's my greatest relationship so far. Even though it didn't work out, I still learned a lot. You know what I'm saying? And that's how mm-hmm. I'm able to traverse this dating world. I guess traverse okay. this dating okay. world. Big word. You know, I'm reading a dictionary and whatnot, so I'm trying. But I just that if if I was to add anything to what you say, like you said, listening, communication, and then just be just that emotional control and be inspirational to you, man. Cause it's crazy. Like a, a if if a man gets a, a true supportive, if an ambitious man, let me let me be careful with my words. If an ambitious man mm-hmm. gets an inspiring and supportive woman behind him. 
I mean, it's just no limit to his success. Beside him, we'll say that. Or beside him, beside him. My my apologies. Beside him, this is. Let you maintain it. Let's let you. It's no limit to his success, man. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. because if you, you know what I'm saying, you providing that, that feminine energy, yeah. you, you telling him like he can achieve it. You, you basically telling him what his mother was telling him when he was little, like you bringing it back to what you said, you know what I'm saying? Men looking for that, the mother qualities. And it's not like, I'm looking for you to take care of me and baby me. I'm looking for you to speak to me the way that my mother spoke to me. You know what I'm saying? She always yeah. she always spoke life. She always said, son, you can do this. You can do that. You'll be great. Yeah. You will be amazing. You will achieve this. You will achieve that. Right. So that's what I'm looking for in my woman. I want you right. to tell yeah. me, help me, help inspire me. And, and just, it's, it, it's reassurance really is what it is. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, should I, should I do this? Should I go for it? And she's like, yeah fucking go for it bro you know what i'm saying yeah but your woman cannot agree with something just because your your woman doesn't have to be in total agreement with everything. oh no definitely not because, you know she, she just has to have she just has to say that she's not she doesn't agree with you in a nice way exactly she has to give she has to be able to break it down to you like hey i don't agree with you and what you're saying and then be able to be okay with the fact that you're not gonna take her advice i feel like that's the part that people be trying to like people just get upset because they want you to take their advice and then when you don't take their advice then that's when you see the nasty person yeah so they want they want to kind of force you to do something you know what i'm saying yeah I but bro, this is my life Fact. like actually actually i make the decisions here that's actually me you're just on the side and mm-hmm. you're supposed to be in helping to influence my decisions but i ultimately make the decisions yeah, that's true. And I, and I mean, as a as a man, speaking from a man's perspective, you should definitely be the one who, at the end of the day, makes the decision. Um, but it's just, like I, like you were saying, the woman, your woman doesn't have to be in full agreement at all. I'm not asking, mm-hmm. I'm not asking women to be yes, yes women. You know what I'm saying? Like a yes man, you don't doormat. have to be a yes woman or a doormat. Don't be a pushover. If your man is about to engage in an activity that is not beneficial towards him or you or y'all relationship, then tell him, you know, I don't think that that is the best course of action. Mm-hmm. But if you think but if you think that it is, help me understand it better so that I can see your side of things. You see what I'm saying? And yeah. Just a lot of people just don't have that level of effective communication. And that, that too, like emotional control, is a skill. Learning how to communicate effectively is a skill. But, yeah, you don't have to be a doormat. I'm not telling you to be a doormat. I'm not telling you to be a yes woman. But if a man, if your man presents you with a solid idea, a solid ambition, and you can see his vision, you can see the way that he can benefit from it, and you can benefit from it and y'all's family can benefit from it then why are you mm-hmm. why would you not inspire him yeah and if he's struggling in the process don't tear him down and be like damn i really thought you could do it i guess mm-hmm. i guess i was wrong like don't be that asshole be right. like yeah like yeah i know it's a little rough right now but i still believe in you i still believe you can do it do you do you still want to do it 
you still want to do it? Okay, then keep doing it. Go for it. You know what I'm saying? I'm here. I got okay, you. I support you. What about those people who, who don't tell you that they don't like what you did, but they show you that they're going to tell you? Like, what about those nasty people who, uh, they're, what do they call them? They call them passivists. Oh, like so, the people who are, like, passive-aggressive? Ooh, I don't like them. I don't <laughs> like them. I like, they're all going to the same hell, bro. They're all going to the same Like, I do. The like passive-aggressive people. Yeah, they're going to the same hell with the cheaters. I'm weak. You know, it, it's, it's, it's crazy, like, I just don't like them. I, I don't like them, bro. I don't <laughs> like them because they, they have a different kind of, like, hate about them. It's a seething hate. It's like a, yeah. it's like one of the that's like, you know, I, I, I'm going to act like I'm being civil, but I really hate you. Yeah, that sneaky like, shit. I, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I, I like to know who hates me. I don't like to be around a person who's going to be smiling in my face and poisoning my drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah def- like p- passive aggressive people are definitely sneaky. It's, it's, it's just because, and what makes it so scary when someone's passive aggressive is because you never know what they're going to do. Like, if, if somebody is, like, open with their anger and their frustration, that's predictable. You can be like, okay, I know what you're about to do. I know what you're probably going to say. You know what I'm saying? But if somebody is angry and, and upset, but they don't display it, they're just like, oh, okay. Well, maybe next time. Or, oh, okay, I apologize. And then they, like, fucking, I don't know, throw all your underwear in the trash. And now you looking, you ain't got no drawers. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. Or, or they... Or shorty, you you know, you, you, you messing with a shorty and then... You do something and she don't like it, but she just be like, oh, okay, that's fine. And then she go put sugar in your in your gas tank. Now that's crazy. That's crazy. Like dog, like like I thought you wasn't upset. Oh my, yeah, passive aggressive people are a different breed. I can't. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I just can't. No. That's why I prefer my women to be direct. Like I want you to tell me. Straight up, how you feel? Cause I don't want none of that sneaky shit. Cause I, that I'm not gonna lie, that shit scares me. Cause it's like, what like what it. are you gonna do? Like, <laughs> I'm forever thinking about like I can't even sleep next to you. Cause I'm thinking like you might do some shit to me or something. No, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. Passive aggressive women are not for me at all. Stay away, please. Please stay away. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Whatever though. Definitely, but. This is really efficient though, Ken. This really was. This is really cool. I'm weak, but uh, as we wind down, as we come to a close, what I like to do, and this is something that I used to do all the time, but I started to reserve it for only when I have guests, is the goodie bag. I gotta start adding sound effects. It's the goodie bag. So, have you ever been to like a, like a like a kids party? Mm-hmm. Right, and you know, you go like a birthday party, a kid's birthday party. And, you know, you have the party, everybody having fun, woo, you know what I mean? And the party's winding down, everybody's about to leave. And yeah. most kids' birthday parties, the kids leave with goodie bags. Yeah. You know, the goodie bags have usually, for the most part, they have candy in it. You may, if the person is cool enough, you may get a little toy, a, a toy in there or something, but for the most part, it's just candy. So I take that and apply it to my show, whereas 
based on the conversation that we just had, what are three pieces of candy that you want people to take away in their goodie bag after listening to this? Three pieces of candy. Three pieces of candy. And we that do we only do good candy over here. You say you should do what? We only do good candy over here, like pink Starburst candy, like Reese's. That, 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 that's all right. We don't do no, like, I don't know, moon pies. And, that's not even candy, but <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that. Many things. Yeah, like, we don't do the nasty shit over here. We do the good candy only. Bro, um, um, what are those things called? They're called, we're talking about literal candy, right? Yeah. Okay, well, right now we're talking about literal candy. Okay, I didn't, I want to make sure we weren't talking about metaphorical candy. Okay, alright, no, but those ropes, sweetheart ropes, those are some real, those are some killers, bro. Those can get you in trouble. Sour punch straws and twigs. Okay, so that's those are your three candies, right? The 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 the, the rope, the nerd rope. Oh no no, I lied, I lied. I lied. Oh come on. Alright, I lied. Fruit gushers. Mmm. Fruit gushers. Um. So we got the gushers. Ugh. Sour punch straws. Sour punch straws. And I want to say fruit roll ups. Fruit roll ups. Okay, I fuck with those. I fuck with those. I want to say. Okay. Fruit by the foot. Okay, now we need the metaphorical equivalent to those from this conversation. Oh, boom. I knew I was going to get to that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I would say the Gushers. Yeah, the Gushers would probably be what we were talking about earlier about. Um, let me see. Because I know it was a really good part about cheaters we were talking about. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about people understanding. And like, don't bash those people who understand who a cheater is, but they still want to be with them. Like, um, um, I think that's what, that's, that's the point that I'm trying to make. And I guess my point with that one is, is the acceptance and understanding that everyone needs to have not wanting everybody to be monogamous because it's really not smart to date people singularly. It's mm-hmm. always good to date more than one person. Fact. Oh, um, and disclaimer: sure, sure, she's because... she's currently outside. If y'all hear them like crickets and shit. Who? You are outside. Like I can hear the the bugs. Oh, you heard the vibe? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just, I'm letting them know, like, if they hear, they might be like, what the fuck is that? Like, that she's outside right now, so. Oh, hilarious, hilarious. Yeah, okay, good. But well, back to what you were saying. Okay, cool. Um, and then the, what is the other candy? What did I say? You said you had the Gushers and then the Sour Patch Straws. Oh, yeah, the Sour Patch Straws? Um, that's the communication thing we were talking about. That was Facts. like about how, what do black women need to do? They need to be doing a little <laughs> bit more listening. They need to be doing a little bit more listening and they need to be doing a little bit more communication. Effective. Like as far as understanding how to communicate with a person, not hitting below the belt, you know? Mm-hmm. Like really communicating your feelings. Yeah, I like that part. And then, um. And then you had the fruit then, roll up. And then the fruit roll up or the fruit by the foot. 
when you're young, don't force yourself to make decisions right away. Mm. Like, give yourself some time. I think that's what it was. Like, starting starting off in the beginning um, with that one person. Like, I just don't want people, I guess I'm repeating myself because I just don't want people to feel like being monogamous is the answer. Like, I think, I think that's why I keep being so drawn to being repetitive that, like, being monogamous is not necessarily the answer. Um, Unless we're talking about, like, marriage. Right. I mean, yeah, but Auntie Davis was not even, you know who Auntie Davis is? No, I don't. You know? Okay, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Facts, we'll facts, later. facts. But uh, like she said, so she had the, the gushers, the sour straws, fruit by the foot. The metaphorical equivalents are, when you're in the dating game, man, don't focus on monogamy. Get get that experience, experience multiple, multiple people, and it does not have to be sexually, man. You could just be going out and eating. You could be just hanging out at a venue or an event. It does not have to be sexual by any means or manners. Just date multiple people because it's dangerous to always date singularly. Number two, the sour patch straws. To all my black women, if you want to get a little bit better in terms of the dating game, listen more and communicate a little bit better. Trust me, it helps. It will work out. And then number three, which was the fruit by the foot. Basically kind of reiterating the second one. I mean, reiterating the first one and just don't get so don't don't have tunnel vision on monogamy like we get it we understand that you you you're searching for the one you just want to be with that one person for the rest of your life but you're dating right now you're single right now go out meet people get those experiences like we said, you don't have to have sex at all. You don't have to have sex with all of them. That is to your full discretion. You are an adult that is on you. Like we said, adults date, children play house. That is completely on you. Whatever you want to do, it's your body, your choice. Oh, that'd be a good discussion for another day, though. Your body, your choice. But <laughs> you do you, man. And that is it for this episode of Blacks. Man, I want to thank y'all for tuning in once again. Follow the kids, subscribe, leave a rating and or a review. Mari, is there anything that you want to say to the people before we go? Anything you want to promote? Just your your social, just whatever. Not your social security, but your socials. Yeah. Nah, I'm, I'm pretty chill. <laughs> You good? I like being under the oh, I like that. I like under the radar. That's what we like. But anyway, like I said, man, that's it for today's episode. Thank y'all for tuning in. Don't forget, share this with somebody who you think would benefit from it, man. Y'all already know. Black peace, black love, black soul. I love y'all. Be safe. We out. Peace.